Welcome to the Feel Better Naked Radio, where your host, Samantha Burgos, sits with influential beings to discuss how they feel better naked. Let's explore what it means to be you. Let's learn how to feel better naked. Hey guys, welcome to the Fear Barry Naked podcast. This is your host, Samantha, and today I have the pleasure of having Rosa, which I've known for almost two years now, I think. More or less, yeah. More or less, yeah, two years. And Rosa is um, a motivational speaker, business entrepreneur. She's the owner of Mott Haven Bar and Grill and Agency 31. Um, she's still, to me, very inspirational and legit. I love watching her stories. You have to follow her Instagram, make sure to follow her. I'll uh, tag her stuff below. But um, Rosa, thank you for coming on. And can you tell us a little bit about yourself and just, I guess, explain a little more about what you do? Thank you for having me. Um, okay, so for those that don't know me, my name is Rosa Garcia. I am Dominican, and I love to say that I am an Aquarius. I am so proud to be <laughs> I'm so proud to be an Aquarius. I think we're very unique individuals. So any Aquarius, I love you guys. But uh, no, I'm a single mother of two girls, and they both Aquarius, 13 and 4. No way. Yeah, I always say God has a great sense of humor. He knows how much I love Aquarius. I gave both of my kids. And um, I'm January 31st. My teenager, who just turned 13, is February 8th, and my four-year-old is February 12th. Um, I am a business owner of My Haven Bar. I found this job on Craigslist back in 2007 after having my first child, and uh, I became the owner in 2013 after Hurricane Sandy in 2012. I've been the sole owner of My Haven Bar for going to seven years. God willing, hopefully, with everything going on. In November 18th of 2020, I will have seven years. And then in 2017, I started 31 Agency, which was inspired by my my now teenager, who was um, kind of getting picked on in um, in fourth grade, I believe it was. And um, I, I noticed that she was trying to change who she was just to fit in and to be accepted in a, what they call sneakers club, because she had some New Balance and some kids had Jordans. So I just didn't want her to start changing too many things about herself and lose her identity, kind of like what I did when I was in high school, just to be liked. So 31 Agency is just about not fitting in and just being yourself and being authentic. And at the end of the day, you have to, love starts with you. If you don't love yourself, you're always gonna keep changing yourself in relationships, work, and, and family members, just to please everybody. But if you don't like what you see in the mirror, you're gonna constantly keep you know, changing. Uh, things about you. This is why I am who I am. I shaved my head because I wanted to shave my head. I didn't want to be attached to my hair. Um, I work out. I run because that's stuff that I like to do. No one in my family does that. But <laughs> I understand it and it's okay because it's what I like. Um, right. And yeah, so that, that's what I kind of want all my females. I'm all about women. I mean, I love guys, of course, you know. Yeah. But all I need the girls, especially because I have two girls, to just know how powerful you are just standing alone and you know not really needing a lot of things I am that was an amazing introduction thank you so much and I feel like legit I'm so happy you said that about self-love because that's even why I created feel better naked because it's not like you know obviously my other uh part of business is like fitness and all that stuff but it's legit everything comes down to how you see yourself and your self-love you know what I mean? Like, if you can't, like, feel better, like, naked, like, without all the attachments of everything about just you, yeah. nothing else matters, you know? Yeah, I agree. 
So I'm so happy you said that. Um, and I love that you shaved your hair to be attached to it because I wish I could do that. I mean, I could, but I don't. You know what? Don't, have, don't say that I wish. I'm telling you that if this is something that you want to do, I think we are our worst critic. Uh, oh, yes. Many times I wanted to do certain things to myself, to my hair or my makeup, but I always think the worst. You know, we always predict what's gonna, what's the outcome before we really do something. So when I shave my head, now I love my hair short. Now I don't really want to go to long. So it's like, if you want to do something, try it. Hair grows back. And I'm not going to lie. I bought a wig. <laughs> She's like, I have a backup plan. <laughs> you always have backup, you know? I love that. <laughs> but we you slowly kind of mentioned earlier. So like, actually, how are, how is quarantine affecting your businesses and like you overall? Like, how is that affecting you? I'm not going to lie, when this whole thing happened, you know, where we had to just do pickup and deliveries, I tried it for three days, but the overhead was more than the sales, so I was forced to shut down. I was home for two weeks. I kind of, I, I couldn't meditate because I have two kids, you know, which yeah. I, I started that in uh, for my birthday this year. I couldn't meditate, so it's like I couldn't find that balance that I was looking for, and um, two weeks at home became a teacher, something that I don't want to do, way <laughs> different than what I've learned back in my 90s. And um, right, you know, I, I remain positive. I always feel like some, if this meant to happen, it will come. And then I got approached by somebody from Bronx Pick, which is here, here. And they connected me with World Central Kitchen, which is an um, organization by Chef Andres. And they come around all over the world whenever there's a disaster or, or crisis like we're going through right now. And uh, what they do is, they feed either essential workers or pantries or seniors that need the food. So they use my establishment and, and many others in the Bronx to prepare the food and they come and they pick it up and they take it. So this will be my sixth week working with them. And after that, after my fourth, two weeks already, no, three weeks, I've been working with a chef from Washington where we make, I decided like, okay, if this guy's gonna come and help me, now, instead of helping those, you know, essential people that we're already working with, let's now focus on the youth. So I figure we use um, CUNY students and my local uh, NYPD precinct, which I feel like keeps the neighborhood safe. So now we're able to make an additional 200 meals on Wednesdays and Thursdays, aside from what I'm making with World Central Kitchen. That's so amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, that's and, I want, and I want more. I always want more. I'm like, I don't care. I'm okay with sleeping for hours, though. I don't really. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when you work in hospitality, like, you learn how to, like, push through. Because I remember when I used to work in hospitality for, like, a while, like, a few years ago, it's, like, a constant, like. Yes, you have to keep moving. And, yeah. and you have to act quick. You have to really think quick. Like, if you run out of chicken, guess what? Go fry a, a piece of chicken and, and cut it into pieces, you know? Yeah. You have to know how to improvise right away. Right. How is this affecting Agency 31? Is it also... Well, Agency 31, I mean, I've been, I've been lucky. I have an amazing following on 31 Agency and on my personal page. But however, their sales, um, what was really helping me was the pop-ups that I was able to do out of my haven and, and, we, and many other pop-up shops. So I did get an office. I don't know if you noticed um, on Canal Place where I was supposed to open a cafe. Mm. You know? And I literally just texted a guy two days ago saying, hey, I know I pay April and May, but... I didn't expect the shutdown to last this long. So I might have to give up that office space where I was printing, which I, it's not going to affect me that much, but I don't want to keep paying rent for something that of course, is not revenue. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. That's amazing, though. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully this all works out. It's been a weird time overall. I know. I know. Uh, I always think that's like a blessing in disguise. I want to believe that. Like, I want to yeah. see the cup half full, not half empty. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, a lot of things that happen around us in general and every aspect of your life, we don't understand why it happened to me. You know, it's not like it's to you. It's either for you or it's for someone around you. Um, and yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm counting my blessings and not really looking at what I don't have or focusing on what I do have. Yeah. No, yeah, but yeah. how many you just feel like doing stuff and that organization sounds amazing. It is amazing. amazing. That's such a good yeah. word. Wow. Okay. Um, okay, so I guess let's kind of jump into what we're going to talk about. We're here. Um, so obviously there's no right or wrong answer to what it means to like okay. feel better naked. Um, and it's not only physical health, you know, and like nutrition, but also just overall health. Um, but what does feel better naked mean to you? And I guess how do you feel like you approach that or try to get to that place? I think for you to feel better naked, you know, for me and just for anyone, you need to have a, a, a your mental has to be 100%. Because again, what you think is what you project. So if you think negative about you, you are going to see negative. And at one point that I felt like I needed to have 20 pounds of makeup, you know, I, I was putting that contour, that face with the powder. <laughs> and it's like 45 minute makeup in the morning. And I'm like, I'm wasting so much time. And um you have to love what you see in the mirror, like a blank canvas. You have, to, you have to admire it, you have to love it. And it just starts with your mind. If you see yourself fat, you are gonna continue to pick on, your, on yourself. You are gonna now start eating less and you're gonna start hurting yourself internally. So I think that if you just start with shifting your mindset on a more positive and giving yourself positive affirmations, you will start seeing the thing that you're thinking about. So I, I do agree 100%, you know, you have to say, um, I look great, you know, and I'm working on A, B, C, and D, but don't, don't say negative things about yourself because, again, what you think is what your eyes are going to see. Right. So is that, this an example for you of how you try to, I guess, maintain that is positive self-talk, you could say? Say I mean, honestly, I love who I am. Um, if I don't like something, then I have to work on it. You know, it's like, well, how you, know, think people, you know how people say, like, I want to win the lottery, but you ain't playing the lotto. How do you expect to win the lotto? <laughs> you're not playing it. So how do you expect to be, you know, right. a better version of yourself if you're eating unhealthy, if you're not working out? Right. If you're, you know, we make all these excuses like, oh my God, I work eight hours a day, 10 hours a day. I don't have time. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have that in my refrigerator. I, I'm eating too late. It's just right. excuses after excuses when take, take that time away and just look for stuff that you could eat and change your eating habit or go walk or find someone that could keep you accountable for, right. you know, getting to where you want to get. No, right. I think, um, so I guess for you, how have you, if you an example of like how you make sure like your mental, do you have like a routine you do or something that you try to like, like, uh, yeah, like a routine, I guess, in order to keep like your mental Mindset? health? Yeah. My mental health. Yeah. I'm always like, um, I do a lot of audio books cause I don't have time to really sit mm. and read a book. So I started my birthday this year. I went to Colombia to do meditation with uh, Joe uh, Dispenza. And I know that for you to meditate, you just have to like disconnect from everything that's happening around you. And I'm all about energy. So I always try to stay calm and collective. Um, I read a lot of books like The Power of Now. 
Um, and if you if you know about Joe Dispenza, a lot of his books talk about shifting your mindset. Yeah. And I'm all about that. Oh, but here we are. I actually read, I think it was a breakthrough. It was one of his books I read, like the white one. Oh, yeah, I am. Hold on, I have it here, but. Uh, <laughs> I know exactly you're talking about. That's amazing. I didn't know he does meditation, stuff like that. Yeah, he did. He, it was a three-day convention that I did with him. He has one that's called You Are the Placebo. And, oh, that's the one that I read, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Yes, yes, yes. This one, yeah. So one. That's what it is. You have to break the habit because growing up, you know, especially in the Latina, in the Latin community, Spanish community, they tell you how you should be, what you should right. eat. And then when you try to switch to be vegan or anything else, your family doesn't really understand. But um, I'm all about, I do what I have to do for me and I don't really have to explain it. How do you think you found this confidence to find yourself? Like how, what happened that, what shift happened, you think, for you that you start saying, fuck it, I'm just start doing what I want to do? Yeah, my shift happened, I believe it was around 2016, when I started going to therapy. And Ooh. of course, my family doesn't really believe in therapy and anything like that. But I needed to understand why I will have these little voices in my head, like a positive and a negative. Like, no, you're not good. Or, you shouldn't be doing that. And I went to therapy and she challenged me to really love who I am she was like you're a beautiful girl why are you you know why are you why are you so down on yourself why are you saying negative things about you and she challenged me because I was so attached to my hair I would always hide under my bangs because I felt like as a kid you I got picked on because they said I had a big head so I was embarrassed to show my forehead but she challenged me I um I was going on a, on a, my first alone trip I went to Turks and Caicos and she said when you get in the car when you start that trip, you have to um, pick up your hair and be completely naked. So I picked up my hair in a bun, and when I saw the reflection of myself in the car on my way to the airport, I started crying because I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to see me in the airport with this big forehead, and everybody's going to be looking at me, and everybody's going to be talking about me. You know, you start making yeah, yeah. in your head. And the entire time, I was committed to this, this assignment. And when I came back, girl, I went on the – online dating i came back with my forehead and i was like take it or leave it. i like take it or leave it because it's like i really connected with myself and I'm, I'm at that point i was like you know what if they don't like me at my worst then you're not gonna take me on my best so forehead no forehead short hair no hair they gotta love me because you shouldn't be you should be in love with who i am and how i treat you as a person not how i look right right that's amazing that's so interesting and that's such a vulnerable story and yeah. that's crazy i feel like legit um that's awesome yeah and i do agree i feel like uh lad, like latinas or latinos in general like therapy is such a like oh hush hush thing it's a like, negative yeah and it's just like i like oh my god like like the fellow guy you're crazy yeah like things happen yeah. it's just like no and i think that's amazing it's amazing i think um a lot of people it's like you mentioned before like breaking the habit of being yourself people have trouble like starting off fresh like like doing things that's out of their normal not only because it changes their friend circles but it changes also like people see them as and uh-huh. it's like um i mean besides your therapist think anything else that kind of helped you to like look at yourself differently or like not be scared um i mean after so many failure failing relationships you know i was saying that um i just wanted to shift the focus on me so i just kept working on myself mentally spiritually 
um, finding ways to just be a better version and how I could help other people. So that's how I started talking. And then Nancy, um, Nancy Ruffin, she pushed me to like speak up in front of people. And ever since then, I, I don't have any uh, stage fright. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel like you're just kind of fearless. <laughs> you know what it is? I made that decision to be fearless. Where it's like, mm. how can I say? Um, I'm the one creating this in my head. Like, oh my God, I'm, are they looking at me? Am I, am I going to stutter when I speak to them? You know, am I saying the right things? Am I wearing the right things? So again, it all goes back to just shifting your mindset. And like the book says, breaking the habit of being yourself. You have to just break that mindset and just be more positive. Like, yeah, I am going to have a great speech and they're going to love it and everything's going to be fine. No, sorry. My dog is just like, why are you so crazy? Um, I think it's like amazing that overall though, um, you just never, this dog, never, I guess, gave up on yourself. Because I feel like sometimes like, it was almost like riding a tricycle or like, doing one scary thing and seeing you survived it, like in your case of like, say your hair and your forehead, which your forehead is fine. <laughs> but you know what? But as a kid, I, I used to be very skinny. I was like 97 pounds till I was 17. So people will make fun of me of being skinny. They'll yeah. make fun of me for having a big forehead. And, you know, unconsciously, you start believing. No, that's true. That people tell you. Yeah. And, and that really messed up my self-esteem. So then, like they say, like, how can someone mess up your self-esteem when it's your self-esteem? I'm allowing the outside. I love that. Yeah, I'm allowing the outside to have an effect on me. Why? Right. Like, how can someone have that much power over me to make me think that way about myself? So I just decided that I just need to be, I guess, more, take it more easy on myself and me, like, you know, not so hard. Right. And I feel like, um, yeah, it's like tied up. I feel like once you survived that whole trip, you probably were like, wait, I can freaking do whatever I want. Cause it kind of proved to you that like you, you're, you survived it, you know, like your yeah. fear. So I feel like when people need to like push themselves to like, I guess, try what they're scared of and you say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, when it comes to you and like facing your fears, is there anything I, you like tell yourself? No, I, 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 I did. I decided in, at that point that I didn't want to have any more fears. And I think I decided that a little bit before that. So it's like I had a fear of heights, so I went skydiving. I had a fear of drowning. <laughs> no, it's like we, we uh, create these things on our mind. Like I'm scared, of, I'm scared of heights. Why did you get scared of heights? Did you fall off on the second floor or somewhere? No, yeah. we're creating these limitations on ourselves like i'm scared of i'm scared of, i'm scared of heights i cannot swim i cannot eat this i cannot eat that and at one point i even expanded my my palate like i started trying new stuff i can't say mm. i don't eat caviar or i don't eat tuna if i never tried it now if i try the tuna and it's not for me then it's not for me but we can't say no to everything and be so close-minded we have to be open you get one life yeah you get one life and you don't know if tomorrow is ever promised so just enjoy it to the fullest. Give it 100% at all times. No, I think it's amazing. It reminds me of one of the things that someone else uh, said, like, to be curious. You know, yeah. be curious and try new things and, like, just, it's okay to, like, just explore. You have to. You, you know. have to. Yeah. You have to push yourself. You have to, like, get out of your comfort zone. Right. Yeah. You were going from being, I guess, like, in, I guess, an employee and then to being the owner, like, how did you gather the courage or was that hard for you? 
Because that was before um, this whole I journey. Did, I never had that mentality of owner. I just continue working because during the seven, oh, wow. seven, during the five years that I worked, I was almost I was the right hand to the landlord and the and the and the owner of the restaurant. So I was the one signing checks. I was the one doing the schedule. I was already doing everything. I just didn't have the title. So when they gave me the green light to open the restaurant, it was like just continuing. That's amazing. Yeah, I just continued doing what I was doing. And even my mom didn't know I was the owner until like a year later because I did it <laughs> because I didn't do it for a title. I did right. it because I just wanted to continue working. And I wanted to make sure that the staff still had a place to work on. So I've, even uh, when we started opening in 2013, they thought the manager was the owner because I put him to do all the uh, newspaper stuff. I didn't, need, I didn't need that recognition. And then later on, they found out that I was the owner, and that's when my face started coming out. But people didn't know I was the owner until like 2014. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, you're so inspirational. Holy shit. Okay. You, have to, you have to do things that you love, not, not for recognition, but right. because it makes you feel good. Right, right. I think that feeds the soul in a way. Yeah, you know, like you, you, I get up every morning at four o'clock with no hesitation. Like I don't drag my feet or anything like that, but I've been like that about everything. And I think it just comes from the fact that I was, I was born in the yard and having to wake up with the damn rooster in the morning, having to sleep with your grandmother, <laughs> carry water from the well. It just humbles you to the point where I don't care where I work. I can work in McDonald's. I can work in the supermarket yeah. packing bags. A job doesn't make me who I am. Wow, that's like so deep. Because I feel like a lot of people, yeah, I mean, most people I know associate themselves with their job. Yeah, people, the first thing you say, be like, hi, how are you? Be like, oh, hi, I'm whatever. And I work at a case and I work in whatever, you know, it's like they need that title to feel, Yeah. I don't know. No, no, you're, you're right. I think, I mean, that's why I think a lot of this quarantine, like I've been uh, doing like research and seeing that a lot of people are like depressed in this quarantine, I think it's because legit, like, not only they lost their association with, like, society, how society sees them, yeah. and now they're, like, faced to hang out with themselves and see themselves for the first yeah. time in yeah. a while. And I think that, like, also that's why I'm, I guess, encouraging more to push this, like, podcast out, because I feel like mo- more people now than ever need, like, need to understand how to, like, love themselves and be okay with themselves, like, that okay. their title is not, or how they see themselves is not based on the outside, or their friends, yeah. or their job, or their nothing. Social you know, media. Yeah, especially it's a, it's a positive for a lot of ways, but it could be a really negative depending on how you yeah. use it. A lot of girls want to be like these girls on social media, you know, right. and it's like, I, I, I wish they knew how authentic they were and they should just be who they are, you know, right. God made you this way. Why are you trying to do all these things? I mean, I'm not against plastic surgery, but right. if, you, if you have to do it, do it, but do it for you. Don't do it for a relationship. Don't do it because you want to, you know, you to look like the rest of your friends to fit in. Right. It's just the wrong reason. No, sure. And I feel like um, just, just social media, I feel like people forget that, like, people are showing you, like, the highlights. People are showing you what they want to show you. Like, I agree. It's not even legit real, you know? And I think as, like, the more, um, from, uh, I think it's easier from our point of view as, like, entrepreneurs or people that we have to, like, you know, we were more on the business side of social media versus like the actual consumer side. Yeah. Like you get to see that, oh, I'm posting this because I want to post this because it's you know, like, it was more calculated. And you start to realize that like everyone else that is on like that side, influencer, business, blah, blah, yeah. they also calculate everything. And it's just like, wow, like, you know, this is not really that girl's life or this is not how she is or, you know, like, yeah. And I think uh, it's interesting. I feel like social media even has taken a turn now during this whole lockdown because 
a lot of people like they can't post what would give them like a, to make them feel valid yeah for example being able to like go on these vacations being able to post these outfits blah blah and stuff they can't post that now because no one no. go. Because where are they going? Where are they going? It's like a lot of people have like shut down, I feel like, even on social media or even the opposite. Some now have even come out more than ever. Like I have friends that either are not posting at all because their life, I guess, feels meaningless in a way. Like it's not worth showing. Yeah. Well, that legit, like, I'm just on it all the time now doing random things that I didn't even know they were into in the first place, you know? So I feel like it's, it's been a very interesting time overall i mean you as a mom though if you don't mind like how's it affecting your kids being home my teenager she'd rather be in school she's always loved school i don't know she's yeah. like a weird kid no, like, i also love school too so i guess me too. me too so i guess that one came out like me but my four-year-old doesn't she's happy that school was closed because she yeah. just started upk3 she's like yes mommy no more school but i try to get her posters on the wall and my teenager goes over the abc's and the one to threes but yeah that one is a bit stubborn, you know, out of the That's three of so us. Funny. <laughs> yeah, but my, my teenager, she's good. Um, you know, she was struggling a little bit with math, so I found someone that do Zoom math yeah. tutoring. Yeah. Oh, amazing. The rates went up. So, like I said, if you focus on a problem, you will not find a solution. So I'm always one like, okay, you're not doing good in math. Let me find you someone. And twice a week, she tutors her um, and goes over her homework. That's amazing. No, yeah, because I... Yes, Chris. I feel like even for, even for uh, I'm interested to see how this pays out for kids in the future for schools and everything. How like this gap is in the work, but that's a whole other topic. But anyways, yeah. back to topic. <laughs> how do you? I guess uh, your experiences. So you can like say or how do you feel like that has as you've improved your well being. Has it also leaded you to more success? Um, I am really humble and very blessed to be part of this um, organization and be, still be able to provide meals to essential workers. I am able to hire some of my staff, not all, because, you know, with this unemployment, people are getting like 1100 to $800 <laughs> a week and they, they ain't coming back. You know, most of my staff are bartenders and bartenders make money by tips. Who's going to give them a tip? You know, so they, they're not coming back right now. Um, I do have a few people that are tired of being home, so I know I, I could depend on them, but I've always been a person where I could be the bartender, the server, the salad person. The only, the only uh, position that I haven't played in my restaurant is the grill person, because I don't know if I could get you the burger in the right temperature. <laughs> everything here, you know? No, right. Well, I think, I don't think you understood the question, yes, but like, um, how is you taking care of your well-being as like your mental and everything you think as you develop that aspect of your life has everything else success wise has that also grown as you've grown as a person yes it has yeah it has um my business just the way that i that i run it um me using my platform to kind of help other people yeah. and um you know provide employment and people always come to me to ask me questions Am I answering the right way this time? Yes, you are, yes. <laughs> I get lost. I'm like, I, I start going one way and I forget about the first But no, my success has really come a long way. I mean, by me being in this position of my haven, people from Miami have found me and they're looking to open a restaurant here in the Bronx and they want me to possibly, you know, run the restaurant in their hotel. And then oh, wow. by me working here and doing the consulting at a bagel store that I did last year, mm-hmm. one of the construction guys referred me to another person to open a cafe. So that's oh, a wow. cafe that I was supposed to open called uh, Create Cafe, okay. which I created a, an Instagram page and everything. I designed it. 
in by myself 100% picked every equipment layout and um I hope that I'm able to open it I hope so too we need that I mean yeah you awesome. know a cafe very you know classy and girly and you could just sit down and yeah have a cup of coffee yeah it's just like I I love like the Bronx and honestly I, I wasn't born and raised here I was born and raised in Brooklyn but like it sucks that there isn't like neighborhoody things to do you know and I feel like besides around your like where your restaurant is is the only area I feel, I feel like I see these things kind of happening well a lot of um, new buildings are coming up here yeah yeah. yeah, so we have six high-rise uh, residential buildings going up now, right across the street from my restaurant. And um, there's two more right by the Major Deacon. So there's a lot of construction happening around here. So people feel like it's going to be looking like Brooklyn. Yeah. But um, I don't think it's going to be looking like Brooklyn. I just think it's going to be the Bronx. It's just going to have a different look. I agree. I, I'm not sure if it's a bad thing. I kind of see how you see it. Like, I don't think it's going to just... Take it's not always bad. What what I don't like is that some of these places the rent is not affordable for the people that live here to yeah, very much to be able to enjoy, you know, this new projects that are coming. That's such a really good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Um, okay, so first I want to say thank you for like legit spilling so much beans and gems and like empowering like just quotes and like messages because legit I think people forget like I feel like everything you said was so direct and so simple. But like people forget this, you know. Yeah. So I'm really happy like you mentioned a lot of things you mentioned. But um, I want to ask you a few questions that are kind of random. random. Uh-huh. Oh, I think they're fun. Um, okay, so first one: What is your favorite way to move your body? My favorite way to move my body. I'm running? Oh, my bike! Ride my bike. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a dancer. I don't dance at home by myself. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. Um, no, I love riding my bike, too. Like, my bike has been, like, my savior. This whole lockdown. Yeah, I have it right here, girl. I got it for Mother's Day. So now that's, like, my new hobby. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay. What are your top three favorite things to do right now, like, in quarantine? Like, how do you, like, you want to be, like, in a good mood? You want to just relax? What do you like to do? Um... I don't know why, but I'm stuck in these freaking shows. Uh, <laughs> Married at First Sight. Have I'm you seen done. that? Oh my God. I'm, I've never watched reality TV. And I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to admit, I watch Married at First Sight. I like reading books by Joe Dispenza. And on Sundays, I like to um, listen to called Sunday, either Joe Olstein and stuff like that. Yes, and like, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. And Pastor, what's his name? Um, I have him. I have him on my page, but yeah, that's what I like. Those three things. Okay, okay. Um, what is your current favorite pick me up song? Pick me up. Kind of conquer the day. It's the morning. You need to get in that energy. Oh, uh, never would have made it. It's um. I'll tell you right now. I have it right here. It's like um, by Marvin Sapp. Oh, I don't think I ever heard it. I'll hear it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have it right here if you want me to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. It's kind of like, it's all about like, it's spiritual and it just talks about how, you know, you know, never would have made it if it wasn't believing in yourself. Oh, that is deep. Yeah, I'm up to hear Yeah. When I do my women's circle, I play that song and the girl starts crying all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. I'm up to yeah, hear it after for sure. Okay. <laughs> and I guess also last question, what is a quote that, or a motto that you live by? 
if God forbid, you know, whatever, you need to write your, like, your tombstone, what's the quote that you live by? I mean, I have a few, but it's like, uh, one, um, treat others the way you like to be treated. Um, don't look at the negative, always look at the positive. And, um, you know, you are, you are special the way that you are and just don't try to fit in. I love that. Okay. Yeah, me too. I can't pick one either, so I have a few too. So I get you. I know. I'm like, I have more. I was about to check my phone. I have a list here. I'm like, like, I have a whole thing waiting. Me too. <laughs> yeah, if I find it, I would give you more. But <laughs> uh, legit, like, yeah, I'm the same way. I can't pick one thing. Even yeah, like, it's a lot. It's a lot. I can't even pick one. I have to always pick like two or three. I think it's no, like I have. air sign stuff. I'm, I'm a Libra. I think it's like air signs where it just always like thinking about things and just like flowing. Yeah. Feeling. So your birthday is September? October, October 11. Beginning. Okay. Yeah. Because after you, it's a uh, Scorpio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 My but, um, oh, that's crazy. I think it's insane how you and your daughters are both Aquarius. Like that's, that's interesting. Like I want all I think, three, all three of us. That's crazy. That's amazing. But I love it. <laughs> I love Aquarius too. So yeah, I'm happy you're in Aquarius. Uh, but Rosa, thank you so much for coming on today, and I appreciate thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening into this episode. If you truly enjoyed it, please feel free to share it with someone that you think can truly benefit from this episode. If you have time, give us a five star rating on iTunes. Why not? help us out also um make sure you check out the show notes so you can have uh, get more information on our guest and i will be back soon tune in next week guys